Hello, darling. You are now listening to a MILF May podcast. Staying alive, part two. Let's go. He's making food while he's heating up food. He doesn't make food. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I should clarify that. (laughs) He's heating it up. Right. Tempest version of making food or providing dinner or lunch is buying it. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I mean, that's cool. Just, I just like, okay, can you do it right? He's like, yeah, I got you. What you want? What you want to order? <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn. Yep. That's Connor. Would you know? I'm not really. I'm not really, like, I'm not really sad or mad about that. Like, sometimes, sometimes. The only time it, like, kind of gets to me is around particular holidays. And I think I've just now realized why. Okay, so, like, Mother's Day, it was just me and my mom growing up. And I didn't have anyone to help me, like, anyone to facilitate me going to the store and, like, picking out something nice for my mom. Like, no one was ever like, hey, let me go help you do something special for your mom for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. So, me as a kid, I was always trying to think about, like, what can I do to make my mom feel special? So, I would make her, I'd, like, bring her breakfast or something in bed. Like, tea, breakfast, something that I could put together. Mm -hmm. And so there are times like that that I wish that I'm like, why doesn't someone wake me up with, like, coffee and breakfast in bed? Like, that to me is so simple and yet so amazing because I feel like to anybody in the household that's getting up and cooking all the food all the time, getting up and not having to do that and have seeing someone else had like already thought about it for you just feels so nice I can I can agree with that I can agree with that and then also too like thank you for for sharing in my struggle (laughs) right thank you for taking the time to get to know how I feel when it's time to pick a meal for everybody Mm -hmm. thank you it's interesting i can hear everything from my window everything that's going down there but i can't see it because my window's up high so it's always like trying to figure out what is going on dude that's how i feel with my neighbors above me because i feel like they said oh there's nobody there, there's, there's nobody above you or below you. Oh, okay, cool. Then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, there definitely is. Yeah, we definitely have neighbors. What the uh-huh. hell is going on? And then they're loud. I feel like they just a town stumping out of the house all times, all times of day. And I'm like, this is unreal. Like, I feel, I feel like it's okay. You got kids. Well, and I understand. I have a three year old. Our but street y'all is so do too much. yes. And like our street, like our street is really kind of narrow and the houses are really close together. So it's like, I think everything is 
you can hear everything. And like, we've got one of my neighbors across the street has like four or five dogs. And the other one has like four or five dogs. They got a lot of dogs between them and they're right next to each other. And they both let their dogs out on the porch at the same time. And these dogs bark at each other back and forth. And it makes me think thoughts that, you know, I would just prefer not to be thinking. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that it's fair to the dogs. I don't really feel like it's fair to the neighbors, myself, or really the owners either I'm like I'm like what do you why what like do you enjoy sitting on your porch do you enjoy this like how do you how are you enjoying this what why um why have you decided to have <laughs> this many dogs living next to each other that obviously don't like each other but you decided to act like did you both come into the situation with all the dogs have you both accumulated all these dogs like what's going on here is what I want to know. You want to know. You would just want to know. Are are you guys weirdos? Yes. <laughs> so I totally get the whole like. We just moved into a new place. And you're already like. Um, I like the, I like the digs. I like this. I like that. But what the fuck is up with this situation? Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. And then it's weird too. It's just like. Okay. A lot of little random stuff. Mm-hmm. it's going on like I'm like I'm tired of calling maintenance I feel like they're probably tired of hearing from us as well like <laughs> so when we first moved in they're like okay our kitchen light is really just not it's not not going well for me it keeps flickering on but then doesn't come all the way on then all of a sudden now our kitchen light comes on every time huh. but our hallway light one of our hallway lights is out mm. I'm like what in the world and then I'm like okay I you guys didn't do this stuff for the tub like it's literally every other day the garbage disposal is backed up mm-hmm. and I'm like how this is our very first week of moving in to the apartment so on top of like unpacking and everything else that comes with this stay at home excuse me uh, with us staying at home like this is kind of like stressing me out this is this is like the cherry on top or better yet this is the this is the nail that broke the camel's back. This is the yeah. straw that broke the camel's back because this is too much. Dude, seriously. I mean, we're having to go to the ACE. Like, I'm like, can we get a mem? Is there a membership at <laughs> the hardware store has basically the new grocery store to us. And I'm just yes, like, uh... I'm trying to Menards. <laughs> In the month, in month of fucking pandemic, and then we somebody somebody is the Trojan horse that brought in the ringworm into the house, and I'm just like, what the fuck is up with this? Really? Why? Like we can't we can't get a break. Like okay, so there's this neighborhood cat, and you know my my husband, he's a huge animal lover. And he's sitting on the porch. He's like, oh, this sweet, fluffy yellow cat. I wonder who it belongs to. Mm, And then mm. my cat is laying out on the porch where this fluffy cat keeps coming up. And I can't keep Sebastian in to save any of our lives. Like, he he just, like, even if I try, he he waits. And then he bolts. As soon as the, you know, the seven-year-old's flying through the door, leaving it open or whatever, like, he's out. So there's really no way of completely containing him inside and we, we noticed that this cat is missing some hair 
Oh, and I was like, <laughs> but not like, it kind of just, like, he, he's a big fluffy cat, so I couldn't tell, like, what was going on there. Like, it looked like it was growing back, but it definitely looks like he had something happen, and so he lost some hair at some point. Well, all of a sudden, I started noticing Bastion scratching around his ears, and I thought, oh, no, maybe he's gotten mites or something. Like, it's time to get him treated for that, because... We just typically get him like a yeah. shot or something and he gets he gets a treatment and then we don't have to worry about the mites. I'm like, okay, we just move. Like it's been a while since he got his ears treated. Like maybe his mites. So Connor takes him to the vet. And it's like, no, no mites. It looks like he's has some kind of fungal infection. I'm gonna, you know, look under the microscope. So she gives she gives us wipes. So we're we're wiping these spots and everything, and then like it's not really getting better. So she, they have a follow up appointment. They go to the follow up appointment. They figure out, oh, it's oh now it's worm, and um here's some shampoo to wash your cat with. Use oh two times, <laughs> um two times a week, okay, till it's gone. Plus, they got a medication. We got to mix in the food. And and I'm like, okay, so we're treating the cat. Everything's fine. You know, we're going we're gonna to wash the bedding and everything just in case because the cat's been asleep with us because they're cats. Um, yes. And uh, so now my mom, so my mom's like, oh, you know, yep, yep. I guess it's pretty, con- that's actually pretty contagious. So um, Oliver's like, I got a, I got a bug bite. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, I look, it's ringworm. Homie has it on two oh spots. God. And then I find a spot on me. And then Connor finds a spot on him. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. We were oh like, God. You know, this is making me itch. <laughs> I'm just like, there's, we're having a pandemic. We've been breached. The walls have been breached. We're having a pandemic within the pandemic. What is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Amongst, amongst yeah. 50 million household projects, we're repainting like what seems to be the whole house. Connor's building a fucking desk. Um, yeah. That's how everything's been going. At this point, it's That's levels to this. At this point, it's levels to it. Because yeah. like on top of having all these things going on, you know, focusing on our household stuff. Okay, so do you remember playing this game? Okay, it was a Lilo and Stitch game where he had, where one of the, I think it was somebody that was, I don't know, one of the little alien guys, he was yellow. He had to build sandwiches. And so once they got so high, it started to like tilt over. I feel like I'm in like a 20 layer cake right now mm-hmm. and trying to keep it, I'm trying to keep it mm-hmm. steady. Because, like, one layer is on a mom. So, I'm constantly hearing mom, 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 mommy, mom, all parts of the day. On top of that, I'm expected to cook all meals of the day. So, okay, and I'm chef mommy. So, I'm mom and Mm -hmm. chef mommy. On top of me having, working close to 40 hours a week for work online, okay? So mommy, chef, mommy, 40 hours a week. Then I just started school two weeks ago. <laughs> so my whole Monday is uh, school. Yeah, <laughs> my whole yeah, Monday is yeah, school yeah. plus six hours of homework. Okay. So you got, you got mommy, chef, mommy. You have 
uh, the 40, 40 hours work. You got school on Mondays. On top of that, on top of that, we just moved. Uh, so I'm trying to make a house a home. So I'm trying to make a house a home. So look, we got chef. We got mommy, chef, mommy. We got 40 hours of work. We got school. We got moving on top of that and unpacking, mm-hmm. right? Oh, girl. And then on yeah. top, and then on oh. top of that, on top of that, personal yes. projects. I'm like, I just be want to have, you know, just some little speak time to myself. But I realized after I done did this and I did that and did this and did that, at the end of the day, some of the stuff that was on my list did not get done. And then by the time I get my me time, I'm tired as fuck. I just want to uh-huh. lay in bed and I just want to binge uh-huh. watch Netflix. And I'm like, well, damn, I don't feel as productive mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> today. Mm-hmm. But I also don't feel like I have anything else for myself to give at this point. Yeah. So what is something that what is something that you have learned from this process about yourself? What have you learned about yourself since we've Ooh, been in this That's such an intense fucking question. So layered. It is. Just like um, just like one thing. I feel like there's many things that I've learned about myself. I don't know if I can pin it down to just one thing but I okay okay, I got a better question okay okay. I got a better question then what is what is one toxic trait that you realize about yourself um oh or help better because 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 listen because listen sometimes toxic traits I feel like I feel like sometimes toxic traits we know about them but because we have different outlets, like going to a bar, hanging out with friends, you know, you're able to flip that trait. But because we're trapped right uh-huh. now with ourselves and don't have those distractions, we have to deal with those traits and realize, okay, is this beneficial to keep or do I need to work on this in order to become a better person? Or am I willing to? So, like, what is something that you knew was a toxic trait? But that is like on the forefront right now. Um, communication. That you work on. Specifically, mm. the type. Okay, specifically communication with my spouse. Um, I feel like for the most part, there's a lot that a lot that doesn't need to be said, and I have been trying to navigate. There was a point in our relationship where I was just saying. Like, I was nitpicking every little thing. And it was like, well, you need to let go of some mm-hmm. control. Because the reason you're nitpicking is because you want it done your way. Because you won't let go of control. Um, So there was, like, that aspect that I had to learn how to let go of control. And I'm still working on that. But through deciding that I didn't need to nitpick I didn't need to have control over everything I kind of went on the extreme and wasn't mentioning things right then and there like I got really good at saying hey no let's navigate this or I got good at communicating certain things but what I haven't gotten really good at yet 
is when my feelings are hurt or when something, yeah, when my feelings are hurt, I'm not good at saying, hey, that hurt my feelings. And Mm -hmm. because I haven't developed that or saying, hey, this is bothering me or for some reason, when you say this, this bothers me. Can we talk about it? Instead of instead of talking about it right then, I I I have a tendency to chew it over, like oh well maybe maybe we just need to let that go. Like maybe it's not a big deal. But then, but then when I realize that oh no this this is a little bit bigger of a deal than than you initially gave it credit for. I have a hard time then addressing it, like the confrontation of it. So then it waits and it waits and it waits and other things add on to it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I need to lay all this out for you. And I realize that that's not a productive or a healthy thing to really do because that's too heavy. That's too much. So what I'm trying to get better at is addressing things right then and there or not letting it be too long before bringing something up. Because by the time I bring it up, it's coming out in a more destructive, toxic way than what it really needs to be. And then I think it's overwhelming for your partner at that point. To be like, okay, so what part do we talk about first? Because you just laid a whole yeah. Lot so of apparently, I've been right fucking now. up everything, and like, I know that I know it's all <laughs> right, and it's all important. And then too, like I'm like, uh, I thought I was doing okay. Now, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> now you're flipping out because I didn't yeah. do the dishes. I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. But it's but it's bigger than that. But I think because it was prolonged is why it just it's so it's so intense and I feel like it's not fair for you and I feel like it's not exactly so that's the thing that I feel like has been really it's been like ooh. I think the thing that I think the thing that's been most like noticeable has been all those little things that you realize you haven't been really addressing that have been like getting on your nerves that you just kind of like been letting go and letting go and letting go and then when you're just around each other all the time you realize, like, you know, this thing is still bothering me. Like, this is really getting on my nerves, but it's only really getting on my nerves because I never addressed it at the beginning or, um, yeah. I tried to make a rule for myself because after I had Alex, um, I felt like a firecracker and you know, before, before, before I had her, I was very timid, and I felt like I was passive aggressive, um, and I was always on, walking on eggshell trying to communicate, Then after I had her, and even while I was pregnant, I was like, I'm not bearing no, I'm saying whatever I want to say, <laughs> I don't care, like, I don't care, I'm saying it all, and, <laughs> and even, and even if you don't like it, I don't care, like, there'll be times where literally I knew the conversation was done, but I was not walking away from it being like, I wish I would have said that I said it all, and I would like thin the doorway and like say it. All. I was like, "Ooh, I am. I'm not controlling mm-hmm. this right now, but I'm going for it." Um, and that was that was that was a bit in, that was a bit intense. So after that, I was like, "Okay, I, 
one side was not really healthy the other side wasn't healthy but there are things that I can take from both behaviors and so what I started telling myself was that I can I can work with letting certain things go and not nitpicking Mm -hmm. if it doesn't really matter to me if I'm like you know what that's a part of you you know but it's but I'm not gonna lose no sleep over it I'm not gonna keep thinking Mm -hmm. about it so have it have your moment but those times where I'm just like okay this is eating me up inside I'm gonna think about this later my stomach is hurting like it hurt it Mm -hmm. hurts to bite my tongue it's stressing me the fuck out to bite Mm -hmm. my tongue I have to say something so that has that has been helping me but I realized that but outside of that, I realized a different toxic trait that I have during this. Ooh, let me hear. It is. Yeah. Okay. So I realized that I shut down and, um, it really happened for the first time. Well, a big time that I can remember since me and her have been together, I just stopped talking and, you know, usually Usually my shutdown um, in the past has been has been that, but since since I've gotten older and trying and trying to grow, I have been trying to find ways to talk it out. But I realize I don't like when I feel like mm-hmm. I am being mm-hmm. attacked, and because I I feel like she did what you what you said as far as waited let let a couple days build up. And then laid all this stuff out. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And I was like, why didn't you just say something the first day that anything bothered Uh you? And we could have worked from there instead of you letting it build up and we getting frustrated. Because at that point, I felt like, and I I knew it was not her intentions. I know it's not, that's not the type of person that she is. But I can't help the way Uh that I felt and I felt deceived. Because I felt like I was swayed to believe a certain way. I was swayed to believe a certain way and that everything was okay because we was laughing, talking, we were, we were good. And then three days later, after so many things have transpired, now you're like, you're bringing up everything that happened mm. a couple of days before. One thing that, one major thing that happened in those days instead of talking about it during those times. So like a couple of days ago, I felt like I just had a break. I had a breakdown. I didn't like cry it up like that to say, you know what, I'm about to go lay down. And I was in the middle of doing a project, which made her have mm-hmm. to do the project or made, which made her have to finish the project because we moved all of our stuff in from the old apartment, but I still had to go back to my storage and move stuff in. And I, and I told her, Hey, I need your help. But she was still doing other things. So when it came down to my stuff, I felt like we moved everything else in and now we're doing all of my, I'm doing all of my stuff mm-hmm. alone. And I'm like, this is, this is not cool because this doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel welcomed. Doesn't make me feel comfortable. I had a lot of different emotions revolving around that. On top of me having homework, new assignments from work, Alex, the boys, um, and cooking. And so I'm just like, man, this is. I need to lay the fuck down because I'm about to flip out. So I started to kind of shut down, and she catered to me and stuff like that. But then, but that also bothered her. But she didn't bring it up till a couple of days later. So I, so when all that came up, and the other things came up the day, the day that came after that, and then yesterday, I was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, what the fuck?" Because I felt like I felt like I felt like everything was good, and I mm-hmm. didn't say nothing. She laid everything out to me. 
She said all that she had to say, and I literally that was Connor. That was Connor, and I was like, like, "Oh, I knew that I laid out too much." She's like, she's like, "What do you have to say?" And I was just like, "She said you don't have nothing to say." No. Like what? Like I feel like what do you what do you honestly expect me to say at this moment? Like your your feelings are valid, but I also don't have words for how I feel right now. And I also don't want to say things to make things worse or make it feel like I'm not saying that your feelings are valid. So I don't want you to feel like I'm like, nah, you shouldn't be mad. But I'm also kind of feeling some type of way because I'm like, well, damn, like now, like I feel bad and I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm not shit when I really am. But the, but those those could have been moments where we could have talked about it then that so that I could have been more aware and I have things going on in my mind and plans for my day just like you do and if we need to be aware in that same moment together I need for us to do that versus me being oblivious and having a whole different mind than you coming to me with all of this so I literally I literally just did not say anything and then she like went off to her brother's house came back and everything and she was like do you want to say anything now in this moment and I was like nope I was gonna text you and be like I got you mm-hmm. and that's all I got and so I mean we were we were okay last night but I still say to myself and it took for me to wake up this morning to figure out the words that I wanted to say because it was so much information mm-hmm. I was trying to mm-hmm. process at one time yeah Cause I didn't, I didn't, cause, cause my, the biggest thing when someone's tell you, telling you a whole lot of stuff at one time, the biggest thing is that you don't mm-hmm. want to miss the point. You don't, you don't want to miss the point because you don't want to run into this again. You don't want them to feel the way they did feel because I mean, it, it, it doesn't feel good when you care about somebody and they don't feel like mm. you, like, like you care or, or, or they, or they yeah. feel like you're not matching their energy and it's just like, like, okay, well, how do how do we get to this point? What did I do on my part, and what did I feel like I need I needed mm-hmm. for you to communicate with me, in order for me to know this too? Because if you're saying it's okay, whether you're saying it with your actions or your words, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's okay. So um, it was cool. I was able to text her and talk this morning. I mean, like I'm we're we're good now but that was the first time in a long time where I was like I don't have shit to say (laughs) because I just cannot right now like I'm I am in awe like I'm shocked times are definitely oh they're challenging right now for everybody on so many different levels and yet there are definitely so many aspects of this that are good that are healing, that are transformative. Um, you know, I, it's like, we can only really be, we can only really do anything about what we have going on right in front of us. And mm-hmm. yes, there are definitely circumstances that are not the best right now. Or families that are in circumstances that aren't the best right now. Um, I can't focus on that too much because I can't really do much about that. If there's somebody, 
if I come across somebody in my vicinity that needs something and I have it to give, I'll give. Um, But right now, I have to try to focus on, like, what do I have in front of me that I can do something about? And predominantly, that has been my household. But you and I have definitely talked a lot about, you know, the things that we want to do for MILFMADE and where we see MILFMADE going and what the mission is and what the vision is and how we hope to um, convey and portray that. Um, so I, I, I think that the thing that I'm excited about really is finally getting my space in a place where I can focus on actualizing those concepts and those ideas that we've been um, sharing back and forth with one another and working on developing. Yeah, I can, I can agree. It definitely gives me something to look forward to. Um, and I, I think that Though this though this household stuff is a full another full time job is it's been very worth it because it's given me inspiration and now I feel like because I'm starting to have an envi- environment that is more settled and put together that I am getting back in the mindset of creating and mm-hmm. my mind just feels more organized it doesn't feel as chaotic as as how it was and you know me I'm a yeah. Virgo I love organization I think that so. We- my my mind reflects yeah. my environment. Yeah. So my environment is in chaos. My mind is in chaos. And I feel like I cannot lay everything out like how I need to when mm-hmm. I don't have everything yes, in for sure that's around me. Well, and I think that we were both really struggling with that too with for the first what the last month or so because we had all these aspirations and everything just really got put on hold. And then we were both really struggling through um, like a creative block, it seemed like, and trying to navigate that. Um, And then the feelings that you get when you're going through a creative block, like no one feels good when they're having a creative block. And it's not really until after the creative block is over and you start to feel like things are moving again that you realize, Oh, you know, I've kind of needed that. (laughs) Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I kind of needed that break. We needed to just kind of give our creative mind, our minds, our gears, um, um, a pause point to get like re lubricated and like, you know, so they can function again, move. (laughs) Um, so I'm kind of, I mean, I'm glad that we gave ourselves and each other that time, that step away, that encouragement to just be like, okay, hey, let's, you know, let's, let's put a pause on some of these things and refocus on, um, you know, sharing who we are and, um, getting our houses to a point where they needed to be so that we could feel together and grounded again. Because I just kind of felt like everything was up in the air. Like I felt like my 
where where I was gonna put my clothes was up in the air. Um, can I go to the grocery store? Was up in the air. Um, am I gonna? What is the summer? The summer is up in the air. Like so many different things up in the air. <laughs> I was starting to feel like I didn't know where the ground was. And you know, when you have ideas, when you're feeling feeling creative, and it's not it's not something physical that you can look at and say, oh, this is a finished conceptualized idea. You feel like it's up in the air. So you just feel like your head is just this big balloon cloud that keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and getting ready to explode. That is how I felt. I felt like I was, I love being grounded and I felt like I was uprooted I felt like I was uprooted mm. and then tossed in the wind. So I the wind was blowing and I'm just like, I need <laughs> where can to be I planted. Put my <laughs> <laughs> where can I put my roots? <laughs> I can be nurtured. If somebody doesn't throw some dirt sunshine, on right I get a sufficient amount of water. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, Give me some agua. No. I am a tree. Okay. <laughs> I am a tree without a home, and I do not like this. I am too big. There's too much I have to give yeah. for me to just have my roots mm-hmm. just out, just yeah. chilling. Vulnerability. I'm not okay with it. Really does that. <laughs> yes, it really, it really does. Uh-huh. It's also very uncomfortable. And I'm like, listen, I'm okay with a little bit of vulnerability when I feel like it. I like to, have, I like to have control of my vulnerability. Okay. Yes, I think I think come the first of May, I'm definitely going to. Um, I want to do another detox. It might not be in the same form. Figuring mm-hmm. that out right now, uh, <laughs> but come May, I am going to do another week of detox and just try to get back on my healthier habits. Because I was like, you know, what if we don't have a summer like a summer body? So now you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing a summer body for nobody but myself. And the idea of having a summer Mm -hmm. summer body is so overrated. I just want to be healthy again. And I want to feel grounded. I think part of me feeling grounded is to kind of reduce. Yes, same girl. Because I definitely have a lot of comfort, a lot of comfort eating. And it is making me feel like shit. No. Yes. It it really doesn't make you feel good in the long run. You start thinking like, no. am, am yes. I okay? Am I about to pass out? Yes. Because I, I'm out of this sugar or in my system. I'm like, am I sick? If I'm really good am for I a couple good? days, I notice that I have like a sugar withdrawal syndrome thing happen where like I start acting crazy yeah, and I start, to, I start to get dizzy. And I'm like, oh, no, we are not becoming a diabetic. and uh, It is not happening. No, no. Wait, it's not. No. We're. Yes, Every every do you other want day, hypertension? I'm asking myself, <laughs> are these? I was like, every other day, yes, I'm asking myself, are you. these early signs of diabetes? <laughs> are these early signs of diabetes? I was like, I'll, and I'll be in bed. I'm like, I didn't have to eat that other donut. I didn't need I didn't to go have sneak to. two handfuls really of a- Easter mini candy treats. That was not necessary. I didn't oh. have to eat pizza, then go yes. to sleep. I did not have to eat pizza, then lay right down and go to sleep. Now I'm I got heartburn waking up. Yeah. In the middle of the night, praying. <laughs> my leg went numb. 
<laughs> I didn't have to I have know. it. <laughs> I know. Now, now I'm back on like exactly, water exactly. Today. I'm so like, you know water. what? We need to chill out. How much water did you Let's drink? Go back to tea. We're gonna make sure we have our water. We're gonna make sure we're doing our mm-hmm. vitamins. I did some meal prepping. I did all of the healthy foods. So like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take a couple days off of cooking dinner, lunch because we have plenty of those things that can mix and match. And then hopefully I can spend that time. Wrapping up, painting the the uh, living room, and doing some of those projects, and then I hope to start working on our milf made projects. Which um, for me, I'm yes. like, you know what? It's time for me to get out my embroidery threads and whip up some titties. I'm getting yes, the titties out. Bring out the boobs. I'm like, I've. I have some, I have Free some really the fun, like, oblong, like, oval-shaped hoops, and I'm like, ooh, I've never, ooh. I, I've, I've never played really with those before, mostly I've just worked with, like, the perfectly round ones, but this one, I'm thinking, you know what, that's a perfect, that's a mm-hmm. perfect shape for some titties, hell yeah, so, yep. Hell yeah. That's so, a perfect boob shape right there. Uh-huh. Like the way them I'm like, sitting at yeah, friends, let's, girl. Okay. <laughs> it's time. It's flower power season, y'all. Um, so Woo. yeah, I'm gonna do some some flowers and some titties and um I don't know what else I'm gonna whip up, but I've got I've got all kinds of things up my sleeve that I'm working on for the shop. Yeah, we have all we have all kind of ideas. I am excited to see how they play out. I really need to order some more things because I have I have some I have some things in mind. As I twiddle my <laughs> twiddle my fingers, thinking about all the things I want to do for milk made. Oh, uh, I definitely want to make yes. some more okay. shirts. Yes, but there are um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some more things I want to do. Ideas. It's kind of like it's kind of like I don't like I don't really want to say too much. Well, tell me about the project I'm so you're most excited about. I don't and I don't want. Come on, pick one. So pick hard, which dude. medium are you are you wanting to dive into the fir- first? Okay. I want to dive into. Oh the yeah, baby. <laughs> Snatchbox. Yes. That's what okay. I want to, and we can stop right there. But that's what I want to dive into. I want to mm-hmm. dive into the snatch box. I am, I, I'm more mentally ready for our shop to open. So I can't wait to just be productive and work towards inventory in the upcoming mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, that's that's what I'm excited about, just in general. But that's hell yes, I want it. I want my own. I'm I'm ready to have a snatch box. Like I just yeah. need. Can you just send me one so I feel like I got one in the mail? That that's where I'm at with that. Like I'm. In- if I send, can you po- can you post a video of me sending you one? Because I got some stuff. Going yeah, on. I want to be your sampler you of my your snatch, snatch box, box and then I'll send you yes. a snatch box, and Woo. we can just get snatched. Okay. <laughs> Together. <laughs> together. We together. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm for yes. it. I'm for it. <sighs> Let's mm-hmm. do this. We are alive. We are well. We are. We are going to get we... better at not eating so many sweets mm. and yelling at our children uh-huh. as much. <laughs> and we're going to be patient with, and we're be patient with ourselves. Yes. Okay. Have some grace. Patient with ourselves. But also, but also letting ourselves okay. know, okay, we got to find a middle ground. Patience and procrastination, okay? We don't, we don't want to be too patient where we procrastinate and be like, oh, I can just get it done, whatever. And then be like, look up a whole month later. I had all that time. I didn't have enough to do but to be at home. And I, I do know. Shit. I don't okay, want to be that you, person. Because there's definitely this part of me that's stuck in between <laughs> that whole, like, listen, we're going through a traumatic experience. And then there's this other part of me that's like, bitch, you have all this. You have your husband at your disposal. You have so many different things at your disposal right now. You Nothing is even, like, going on in the world. So, like, just... Do what you've been wanting to do. But, you know, I I feel like at this point, we just have to be, we just have to be loving and, and, and gentle with ourselves and knowing that, like, you know, it's okay to have a couple days of being super productive and then have a couple days where you just feel like you need to recharge and, like, you know, there's only so much you can do. It's okay to do that. It's okay for not every single day to be whipping out something or completing a project every single day like that's 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 too much yeah yep I'm somewhere in between pity party yeah. and destiny's child uh-huh. survivor exactly that is the best visual yeah I, I, <laughs> can we, we yes I feel like I feel like now basically <laughs> I just need to now that I have Spotify I finally did it guys I got Spotify I was like, you know what, Pandora, I'm tired of listening to the same fucking song over and 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 over again. Like, it's no longer a good song to me because you've overplayed it so much. So. Do y'all want a, do you guys want a milk made? We have to do that. I mean, I mean, either way, we're going to have to do that. If so. But oh, know, oh. like we can do it for ourselves. I want to. Like, do y'all want it? Do y'all want a milkmaid podcast? Yes. If so, I need y'all to say yes. it. Like I need, I need a DM in our on our Instagram page, or you can send us messages yeah, on Anchor. Like, okay, I need, like what kind of vibes know. you want? Should we do it? What kind of theme you want? You to want? share our milkmaid? Like, we could do all kinds of podcast playlists. Hell yes, I'm for it. I love talking Dude. to you always. Same. And we're going to make it through this, <sighs> ha- this hard time. We together. are. Mm-hmm. We'll make it through. I can't wait to like. We're going to have one of those slow motion moments. You. you know. <laughs> dun, 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 we're running towards each other. <laughs> slowly with our arms <laughs> open. <laughs> and we just like. And then like. <laughs> So we embrace, and then we're crying. <laughs> I love you. I miss you so much. I gotta, gotta, gotta find yeah. a really good patch of yeah. flowers though to yeah. run to. Gotta find some really Fine. good patch of wildflowers <laughs> in slow motion. The butterflies <laughs> coming out, the sun shining in the background, gleaming <laughs> off their eyelashes. Yeah. 
I feel like that's one of the situations like expectations versus reality. We running through, <laughs> running through uncut grass as itchy as fuck. Some chickens. Uh, gnats flying in your face. You're trying to swat off a wasp. Was that a tick on my leg? <laughs> I love you, man. Oh. Haven't shaved our armpits in a while. Right. Best friends Mustache, forever. Itching your, itching yeah. your chin while I'm trying to give you a hug. <laughs> oh man I will okay literally though we okay just one more thing before we get we end this okay we were walking down the street Oliver scooting along and there's these construction not construction labor guys doing some work on a house homie literally has a bumper sticker on it that says white trash super big okay he was, he was he was walking away from the car he was walking away from the car he's proud and you know my mom looked at me and I looked at her and she like could tell she was trying to refrain from saying something about it and I was like you, you know finally we got back home like <laughs> she brought it back up and she was like you know I just got, I got two things to say about that one I don't understand why someone would be proud of being white trash. You know, first of all, why why are you proud of that? Like, how are you proud to yeah. be white trash? And then two, why why I just like why are you why are we why are we advertising that? Like, is that supposed to be? She was just, she was just like so offended, but it was hilarious though because he really did look white trash. Like, it was on point. Uh, Did he have know, a mullet? Kind of looked kind of messed out. Um, um, yes. I think about was Joe like Dirt. One, when I think about, like, was, that term, he, he was, I think about he was, Joe Dirt. He was definitely, he didn't have a mullet, but he was there. You know, like kind of, like, skinny um, clothes that look kind of, like, not right. Um kind of yeah. like saggy <laughs> not like right. he was that's he was a, like he was like a, wearing black pants term. with like a bunch of like that's chains and stuff way. but they were like too tight but he was kind of old so it looked wrong on him like old skinny white yeah it was just it was just no no so, okay no, white that, trash, that just basically. sounds wrong i was regardless. like you got it <laughs> you got it <laughs> you are right nailed it nailed, don't know nailed why it. you gotta <laughs> preach it but you nailed it Maybe that's just his way of trying to, like, you know, embrace. But why would you want to embrace that? That's also the thing. It's like, I just, yeah. Curious. Curious. I was like, man. The big, no, and it wasn't like a small bumper sticker, Mackenzie. I'm talking about the whole back window of his truck. Oh, he's proud. He's wearing, he's wearing like a flag. He's proud. Mm. It's a badge of honor, Jules. Like, like that. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I'll go. <laughs> I like scoot along. Go, go, go. <laughs> keep it moving, keep it moving. And then, like, keep and then there's, this, on, there's this one house on the street. I was pretty imp- pleasantly surprised because I was warned that we were kind of in, like, like there that there was lots of Trumpers around. 
And I was like, oh, no. But I was walking the streets, and I saw, like, an Elizabeth Warren sign. And I saw, like, a pride flag. And I saw some, like, different things. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. Cool, cool, cool. There's some diversity here. But then there's, like, this one house. There's always got to be the one house that has the Trump thing. And they're the house that still has the Christmas um the Christmas lights out still. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, man, get out of here. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I wish you could just put them all in a farm. Together yeah, 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 seriously. My mom. Chris, I mean that it takes away the magic of Christmas when you have Christmas like, stuff up for the entire year. May. I know that, like, what, what, like, I know your president's really fucking up right now. <laughs> but I mean, come on, put your Christmas <laughs> stuff away. <laughs> I know you must be depressed about this. Like, come on, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you should. The first step is I'm to take the May. sign down. The May. second step is to put the Christmas decorations away. And this, the third step is to repent. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, shit. You got me choking. That's not Corona. It's too soon. Too All right. Well, that's our that's oh. that's it. That's a wrap, ladies. Ladies. <laughs> and that concludes the podcast. Oh man. Thank you for listening to Milf Made Podcast. If you're wanting more, check us out on Instagram at milfmade underscore underscore until next time